I'm a young black man Doing all that I can To stand Oh, but when I look around And I see what's being done to my kind Every day I'm being hard to this prey My people don't want no trouble We've had enough struggle I just wanna live. God protect me. I just wanna live. I just wanna live. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Good morning to everyone. Praise God on this Sunday morning. Praise God. Uh, the last Sunday in May. Yeah. Amen. The last day of May, May 31st, um, God has brought us through. And so we praise God for it. Um, praise God for you. Praying that you know, you're still well um, and uh, hanging in there. Uh, yeah. Know that it's tough. Uh, we've been in um, states of lockdown for two and a half months now. Probably 11 weeks is yeah. more accurate. Um and it's been a challenge, um, but we continue to look to God and lean on God and believe in God. And as we do that, um, trusting that he's continuing to keep you and to show himself faithful. God is faithful. Amen. And so we want to continue to walk by faith, not by sight. Um, and it's a challenge. It is a definite challenge, especially in these days. And so um, we're praying for you that. Um, all is well. God said, tell the righteous it shall be well. Amen. Yeah, and so I um, want to declare that to you as the righteousness of God, that it shall be well. Amen. Amen. Uh, but praise God on this morning, this Sunday morning uh, in May. Beautiful day here. Glory to God. Um, in New Jersey, uh, I have to say that because so many times I'm down on the weather when it's cold and rainy and all that. But it's a beautiful day here. Pray that it's beautiful where you are Amen. as well. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, today, I want to get into the Word of God. Um, I, I'm going to ask you, if you have your Bible, to turn with me uh, to 2 Timothy chapter 3. And we will read verses 1 through 5 there in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through five. We'll read that. We'll pray. And then we'll open up our hearts and our ears to receive and to hear what God has for us Amen. on today. So let's look at it first. Second Timothy chapter three, verses one through five. It says, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. But men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, 
traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Amen. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your name and we yes, just thank God. you, God, for your abiding goodness and your yes, abiding God. faithfulness in our lives. On this morning, we lift up our eyes to the hills from whence cometh our help, and we praise you, God, that our help comes from the Lord. Yes. Father, we're praying now that you will help us, that you will strengthen us, that you will teach us, lead us, and guide us according yes, to God. your perfect will. Have your way with us on this morning. Speak, Lord. And bless us to hear you and to receive your word yes. with understanding. Father, we thank you right now for this time of impartation. And Father, we thank you for your abiding presence. And Lord, we just yield to you now and ask you to have your way. We give you praise and thanks for what you're going to do, what you're going to say. We give you all the glory now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Um, our title today, amen, is I Just Want to Live. Amen. Um, been a tough week. Been a tough time, amen. I mean, not only are we going through this pandemic, but here in this country in particular, it's been a tough week. Um... In some ways, don't even know where to start. But it's been tough. It's been tough, particularly if you are a black person in this country. It's yeah. tough. Yes. And folk are tired. Yes. And folk are frustrated. We had yet another instance of a black man killed by a police officer um, this on the heels of some things that happened months ago that came to light recently with Ahmaud Aubrey and Breonna Taylor and we've seen this time and time again yes and you know, it's come cascading down, you know, over the past several weeks. And then this week just really sort of hit a crescendo that is still reverberating throughout the nation. It's tough. And in the midst of that, we get the typical weaponizing of police departments by certain white people calling the cops against blacks for innocent things. Yes. Bird watching. Telling the young lady to put her dog on the leash because she's actually the one who's breaking the law. And then she wants to call the police on him using code words like being aggressive and those types of things that we've heard far too many times. My wife was telling me stories about, you know, the youth pastor who got caught in an indiscretion and yet blaming 
it on some fictitious black man who kidnapped him. Yes. The woman who killed her son. She killed her son. She did the wrongdoing. But blamed it on fictitious black men. And yet, you know, and, and you know, the, the woman in Central Park who called the police and later got the backlash for it and got fired and you think people would learn and and yet don't you know that in Minneapolis, in the same city in which George Floyd was killed, right? At around the same time as all this is going down, we have another instance of a white man in an office building demanding that five black men prove to him that they belong in the building because it was a it was a a a gym in the building that was for tenant use only. And he says, I'm a tenant. And they and they responded, So are we. Oh yeah, where did what what business what's your business here? Uh-huh. As if the days of black people in America having to show their papers still existed. Uh-huh. Folk are tired. Folk are tired. And then he gets kicked out of the building because the owner of the building says we can't have that here. And you would hope that at some point folk will learn and stop doing those things. It's a tough week. Yes, indeed. And it's a tough time. And it's a time when leadership is needed. And I'm not talking political leadership because we're looking for that um, at the highest level. We're not going to find it. And that's not a news bulletin. It's not coming from the White House. But it's not about political leadership. We need leadership from everywhere in the community in our homes, um, amongst each other. And we need it in the church where the church has to be part of the solution to what's going on now. Yes, yes. We have to be part of the solution. And so I believe it's incumbent upon church leaders to speak out. Yeah. And to set the example and to provide guidance and to comfort, to answer questions as best you can, to assure and strengthen and provide a message of hope in the midst of it all. It's been a tough time. And on this morning, you know, the Lord just prompted me in my spirit. I had a different title. And he said, no, I just want to live. Because is that song that so many of us have heard by that young man, Kedron Bryant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are playing it all over the place. Because it's touching and it's cutting through and it's making a difference in people's lives. And, you know, if you read some of the stories associated with it, you say, oh, 12-year-old gospel singer, Keegan Bryant. Mm-hmm. Don't lose sight of that. 
-hmm. His mother wrote that song. And his mother is the first one to tell you that she wrote that song by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, which lets you know that God is speaking in this. Yes. And he used a 12-year-old hmm. to speak to the masses. And the thing that resonates is simple. I just want to live. Hmm. Who doesn't just want to live? Jesus. So, we have to understand then that as the church, God is speaking. And he's speaking to the masses and saying enough is enough. And we as people of God have to be the first ones to hear this call and to run with it according to the will of the Lord. We just can't stay on the sidelines criticizing. Yes, indeed. So, for example, this is not about and I've seen a lot, I've seen some of this, and I understand it, but I think it's up to the church to let folk know this is not about criticizing white people, mm. putting them all in one basket. Mm. Can't do that. Because we know. Look, I'm a I'm a black man and I've walked this, you know, I've walked this walk and where I'm a suspect when I walk in stores. People look at me, you know, different ways in, in elevators and other situations. And I know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're stigmatizing me because of, they're just putting me in a basket. Mm -hmm. I know that's wrong. And if you've been there as an African-American, you know that's wrong for someone to just put you in a basket. But if we know it's wrong to be put in a basket, then we shouldn't place other people in the basket. Amen. We can't do that. Amen. This is not about criticizing white people as a group. That's not what this is. And the church needs to be the first one to set that straight. Amen. This is all of this is also, and, and maybe some won't agree with this, but glory to God. This is also not about criticizing the looters. I'm not criticizing them either because in many ways they are simply acting out the lawlessness that they've witnessed far too many times, particularly by people whose job it is to uphold the law. And so part of that reaction and frustration and anger is if you who are supposed to uphold the law are going to be lawless, then we'll show you some lawlessness. Amen. And, you, and if you can't understand that frustration and that pain and that heartache, well, that's fine. But here's the thing. I'm not going to be concerned about television being taken from Target when folk aren't concerned about an innocent life being taken from this earth. Right. I'm, 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 no. Mm -mm. Don't talk to me about a television if you're not going to be concerned about a life. Folks just want to live. Amen. Amen. 
folk just want to live. They want to live without, you know, having to prove that they belong in their own apartment building. They just want to live without having to prove that they belong in, in, in their own office building. You know, they want to live. They want to live without casually being, you know, and brutally being killed by law enforcement. Yes. You know, yes. they want to live, you know, they want to live, you know, instead of just, you know, folk just casually making up lies about fictitious black men or casually calling the police on people. Why is it so casually done? Yes. It's so casually done. I mean, one of the more horrifying... And listen, I'm going to say right now, you know, if, if someone wanted to come and hear, you know, some some milk toast message, come back next week. In fact, don't come back next week. I ain't never going to get you that. But if this is something that's bothering you, then that's fine. You know, praise God. And we just pray for you. Amen. Amen. But... Of, of of all of the disturbing aspects of what we saw with the George Floyd killing was just how casually that officer yes. kept his knee on his neck with his hand in his pocket as if he was just like waiting for a bus. It was so casual. The casual way that the lady told the man in Central Park, I'm calling the police. Just the casual way that it's being done. The casual way that someone says, oh, some black men did it. Because Why are they so casual? Because they're so confident that if I say a black man did it, people will believe me. Yes. Yes. And folk are tired of that. Folk are tired of, 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 of feeling as if they have to train their children to be more trained than the police. Yes. Trained to de-escalate a situation more than the police are. Trained to know how to defuse a situation better than the police know yes. how to do it. Yes. Folk are tired of that. Amen. And if the church doesn't realize it, then folk are going to quickly get tired of the church because we need to understand this is happening to the people that we're preaching and teaching to and, and, and giving messages of hope. This is where they're living. This is where we're all living. Yes. And we can't pretend otherwise. But I do also believe that it's incumbent upon the church to make sure that when we, that folk understand this is not a, us against them type of a thing. This is a spiritual battle, man. Yes, indeed. This is a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes. How many can sit here and 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 and, and deny that what we have seen, not just recently, but over the years, but especially recently, is nothing short of wickedness. Yes. You, 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 have, to, you have to be living life with rose-colored glasses not to see that. This is, this is spiritual wickedness. 
And we have to come against it as a body, as, as a body of believers, as a people who call on the God of, of heaven and earth, as our heavenly father. We have to understand that and not lose sight of that. Because if we do, we as believers who have access to the throne of grace will be fighting the wrong enemy. Amen. Amen. And so for us as believers, as the body of believers, we have to, we have to make sure we know who the enemy is here. And we know where the battle lines are drawn. And Amen. we're going to fight that battle. Listen, God said, if my people, he didn't say everybody, but if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. He said, I'll heal the land. How many of you know this land needs to be healed? Amen. And we're going to have to pray. But we have to also understand we can't just pray. Amen. Exactly right. Okay. We just can't. It's not just praying. Jesus doesn't, didn't give us that example. We know from reading our Bibles that Jesus often went into the mountain to pray. Yes. He went to be a part to pray. We know that. Yes. But Jesus didn't stay on the mountain. In fact, when Jesus went to the mountain, he took Peter and James and John with him and he was transfigured on the mountain. It was Peter who wanted to stay. Let's build tents. Let's stay up here. But Jesus didn't stay. And after that mountaintop experience, Jesus went down into the valley and came face to face with a boy who was demon-possessed. Yes. So what does that tell us? That after you pray, you better be... Jesus, Jesus, after he prayed, came and dealt with the everyday issues that people had. He dealt with hunger. He dealt with poverty. He dealt with sickness. Yes. He dealt with yes. lack of hope. He dealt with corrupt leadership. Jesus didn't stay in his prayer closet. Yes. After he got out of his prayer closet, he came down and he dealt with the issues of the day. And as Christians, that's what we have to do. And for far too long, we've been locked up in our prayer closets and locked up in our churches. And Satan's running muck on the street. Yep. So, yes, we have to pray. But we just, it's not just about praying. That's not the example Jesus gave us. And so we have no basis of believing that that's what we should be doing. Amen. We need to be doing more. It's a spiritual battle. We know that Satan, he, he's the one, he's, he's the thief, he's the killer, he's the destroyer. Amen. That's what he wants to do, steal and kill and destroy. destroy. Jesus said that, that in, in the end times that lawlessness will abound. This is spiritual. Amen. Amen. And even if we look in today's scripture, 
Second Timothy chapter three, verse one says that in the last days that there will be perilous times. These are perilous times. Yes, indeed. Yes. And, and he talks about what those times are going to be characterized by. Talking about how men, and the men meaning men, mankind, will carry themselves. But I tell you, as I read this, 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 this litany of bad characteristics, I got fixated on, on verse 3 where it talks about false accusers. False accusers. Yeah. Haven't we seen? I mean, that's what's going on right now. Falsely accusing. Jesus. Incontinent means lack of self-control. What they call the woman in Central Park, Central Park Karen or Karen, something like that. Yeah, call her. Karen. Central Park Karen. And and the and the man in Minneapolis, they said, Well, we gotta come up with a name for the man. I don't know you gotta come up with a name for him, but both of them afterwards are, are apologizing. Yes. Saying, I don't know, the man said, I, I should have handled it different. Then why didn't you? A lack of self-control. You can't help but go to these base instincts. Jesus. That say, I can, I can get people on my side mm -hmm. simply by saying, there's a black man here. Because even, the, even the, the, the man said, too, they were being aggressive. The cold word. Yes. Yes. It's just time for this to stop. Why can't they control themselves? It says here, incontinent. That means lack of self-control. That word fierce. In some other versions, is 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 characterized as brutal. Yes. Aren't we seeing this? And meanwhile... As we go down to verse 5, talking about people who have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Yeah, people who yeah. are offering thoughts and prayers. Well, that seems godly. No power with it. Amen. The Amplified, not the Amplified, but the Message Version talks about such people and says, it says uh, that they'll make a show of religion, but behind the scenes, they're animals. Jesus. See, behind the scenes, they're a different character. They, they'll come up before the cameras and say the right thing. It's time out for that. No one wants to hear that. Mm -hmm. Folk just want to live, man. Amen. Folk just want to live. Now, and you know, so many people have written so many things. And, you know, I'm not a big social media person in, in that regard. And so... I'm reading things and, you know, someone said, listen, we need more than posts. Yes. And that, that may be true, but I just want to say this. But I think the posts are significant. One, because it gives people an opportunity to give voice to what they're feeling. Some of the posts, not all, mm -hmm. but that's like everything, have been very helpful, Right. Because some people have something to say. Mm -hmm. Some of the posts have been enlightening. Some of the posts have been educational. Some of the posts have been, you know, inspirational and offer strength. So I'm not going to say to somebody, don't post. No, right? But we do have to understand the same way we just can't pray. We just can't post. post. Right. It's right. not just about that. Right. But having said that, 
if all you can do is post, then post. But then post according to something that's going to move things forward. Mm -hmm. But what I will say is this. I believe in my heart. Look, listen. God wrote that song that that young boy is singing, right? God protect me. I just want to live. And we need to know that if we each, each one of us, search it out, we can't figure out. And this is what a lot of us make as a mistake we make as Christians. We try to figure out what we should do. Right. We try to think out what we should do, talk out what we should do, talk to one another. That's not how you find direction. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord leads us. And so know what we have to do? We have to search it out. Each one of us has to take time and search it out. We have to search out God and say, Lord, what is it that I should be doing at this hour to make a difference? Right. We have to search that out. We can't figure it out. And we shouldn't be following the crowd. Again, the crowd's not our shepherd. We have to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Lord, yes. what is it that I need to do? Jesus says, seek and you shall find. We need to seek. We need to search it out. Yes. Because we can't stand, not one of us, not one. I don't care, black, brown, white, anywhere in between. Not one of us can stand on the sideline thinking this is okay. It's not Okay. Yeah. And it's time out for it. And I don't mean to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to say it now anyway. Whoever is not part of the solution here, you're part of the problem. problem. Case closed, period. Amen. That's it. Again. You know, don't come talking to me about appliances from Target if you don't want to talk about lives that have been taken. Don't want to hear it. Amen. Because it's not right. And if we're spirit-led people, there, listen, there's such a thing. The Bible talks about it. And you, see it in, you see it in some of the Psalms that David wrote when he talks about certain things that just seem like, oh my gosh, where is this coming from? It seems so harsh. And so when he want, what he wanted done to the enemies and to the you know, to the kids of enemies, and you know, he was talking about smashing them on rocks and all this other kind of stuff. And go, where is this coming from? And and if you know, if you're a student of the Bible, you understand there is such a thing called righteous indignation. Yes, indeed. Where things are so wrong that if you have the righteous the righteous spirit of God in you. There are things that are so wrong, you just can't stay silent. There yes. needs to be a righteous indignation. And listen, it may not, it's not going to be expressed in the most genteel language or in the most genteel way, because that is not how you are going to have to deal with evil. Yes, you overcome evil with good, but that's the power of God working through you. Amen. Jesus, when he saw what was going on, in the temple where he said my father's house is to be the house of prayer but you have turned into the den of thieves he didn't say well can you now orderly pick up your stuff and remove it from the temple please he made a whip amen he overthrew tables and he started whipping up on some folk 
Yeah. Why? Because he was righteously indignant at what was going on in the house of God. It's time for righteous indignation. It, and, and it, it, so if you if you don't like tables being overturned, I'm not, I'm not talking literally, but I'm saying, listen, things need to change. Amen. So search it out. Search out what God would have you to do. Search it out. Talk it out. Amen. No need bottling this up. Talk to people. Talk mm -hmm. to your children. Talk to your parents. Talk to your siblings. Talk to your neighbor. Talk to your friends. You know what I mean? Talk this thing out. Right? And and because sometimes in the in the talking, ideas are born. Yes. Yeah. Talk it out. Right? But don't sit down. Don't sit it out. That's the one thing you can't do. You can't sit it out. You can search it out. You can talk it out. But you can't sit it out. No, not at all. You got to be part of the solution. And the church needs to be part of the solution. And people need to be stirred up in faith and stirred up in hope and stirred up in saying, listen, God has, this is not pleasing in the sight of God. Amen. The way we listen. And listen, and, and folk have been saying this, and some don't want to hear it either, but don't. Oh, glory to God. This pandemic, you think about what has happened here over these past several months, how the world has been affected, shut down by an invisible virus. Yeah. Invisible to the naked eye. Mm -hmm. And then we see this police brutality and we're seeing uprisings in the street. And folk are talking about how they can't wait to get back to normal with the pandemic. They can't wait to get back to normal. They, listen, if you haven't gotten the bulletin from heaven yet, let me, let me share something with you. There is no going back to normal. Nope. Normal was the problem. Exactly. What we were normally doing was the problem. Normally running from here to there and everywhere with, 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 and fitting God in. I'm talking to the church right now and fitting God in whenever we could. That was what was normal. We can't go back to that. Amen. Amen. What was normal was, you know... This, this new way we do church where we, we got as much world in the church as, as, as we got church in the church. We can't go back to that. Amen. We can't Amen. go back to, to preachers wanting to be stars. Amen. Nobody come to see you. If, you. if I can't see Jesus, you're wasting my time. Amen. Nobody want to see you. Jesus. That's, that was normal. People using the church as if it's corporate America as a way to rise up in the church and get certain positions. That's not what this is about. Jesus. It's about serving people in the love of God. We ain't going back to no normal. Hmm. And we as a society can't want to go back to normal. There's too many things that are just 
out of place to where God would have us to be. Amen. The way he created the families to be and how we're supposed to operate with each other as neighbors and everything else. We've lost that. Amen. And we can't be so willing to go back to that. So what we need to be willing to do, though, is be a part of the change that needs to take place. Amen. Because there's a change that needs to take place. And we need to be difference makers. And as people in the church, we need to, first of all, stand up in the spirit of God and in the love of God and with the word of God Yes. as yes. our guide. Yes. And to be a light in darkness, to be inspiration, to be hope when everybody else is going crazy, to be able to speak the wisdom of God. But we can't run and hide. Amen. We can't run and hide and want to have church as usual and all the rest of this stuff. This is a time of upheaval. Mm. And so we have to be part of the change. Because, you know, you think about it. One of the more heartbreaking things about this young man singing this song He's 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And he's singing a song about, I just want to live. <coughs> Why should a 12-year-old have to be singing a song like that? Exactly. Exactly. It lets you know where we are right now. It can't be acceptable to us. Just can't. And so listen, if this doesn't drive you to your knees, ain't nothing going to drive you to your knees. If, if you look around this world and you ain't getting on your face, something wrong. Mm -hmm. But for those of you who are, and, for, and I believe the vast majority are, we can make a difference. But we got to understand too, after you rise up from your prayer closet, amen, hope, you know, prayerfully, you got some instructions <laughs> for you to do something. Amen. Amen. And it's not for me to tell you or someone else to tell you or for you to tell me or for you. Right? It's for God Amen. to yes. tell us. Mm -hmm. Amen. We talk about we're the soldiers in the army of the Lord. Well, guess what soldiers do? They take commandments Amen. from the superior officer. That's right. That's what good soldiers do. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we have to be prepared for to do amen amen but it's time to change amen because i just want to live too i just want to live with my wife i just want to live with my kids i want to live with my friends i want to make amen. a difference in this earth for as long as god ordained me to be here amen yes. and i know you just want to live too mm -hmm. without fear and apprehension and all the rest of this I want to live without the fear, without the suspicion, without the false accusations. Amen. Amen. Without the stereotyping. Just want to live. Amen. And make a contribution to this earth in the short time that God allows me to be here. 
without someone who didn't give me life casually believing they can take it. Yes. And who can't relate to that? We all just want to live. And we want to live the lives that God has intended us to live. Amen. Making the difference that by the power of God we can make in this earth. It's been a tough week. Mm-hmm. But brighter days are ahead. Because I'm I'm believing, amen, that it's been it's a tipping point. And, you know, weeks ago, God has spoke that 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 phrase into my spirit, the tipping point. Mm. You know, of you know, you reach a point where it's like, you know what I mean? It's like things can go one way or the other, then one way one way or the other, and then it tips. Yeah. And we've been sort of teetering as a society, as a nation, as a world, you know, and we've tipped. Mm-hmm. Ain't no going back once it tips. We over here now. Yep. And we can make over here better than over there. If we stand up, search it out, seek it out, talk it out, and refuse the temptation to sit it out. Yeah. I just want to live, amen. Amen. And I just want you to live too. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that you are yet good. In spite of all the things that are going on, God, you are yet good. And so, Father, we keep our eyes on you yes and father god you said oh god that you will keep us in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on you and so father we keep our minds stayed on you as well that we can have that peace that peace that passes all understanding that will keep and guard our hearts and minds through christ jesus that we can have that peace that jesus said my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give unto you you believe in god believe also in me that peace that allows us to hear your still small voice speaking unto us father we thank you for the peace of god yes that allows us to to hear you and to and to obey you and to follow and heed your instructions and god today more than ever we need to hear your voice. Yes, Lord. And so, Father, we we pray, oh God, like little Samuel, speak, Lord, thy servants hear it. Yes. Speak unto us, oh God, and, and let us know what it is that we must do at this hour. Yes, God. That we can be part of the change. Father, we are ambassadors of Christ. And so, Father God, send us out, oh God, to to do what it is that we each can do. Yes, Lord. According to your perfect will, empowered by your spirit, that, Lord, that we can be used by you to make a difference in this earth. Yes, Father. Father God, we're praying for change, oh God. We're not praying for normal. We're not praying to return to normal, God. We're praying for change. We're praying for transformation. We're praying for renewal. We're praying for revival. We're praying, oh God, for the new, oh God. We're praying for newness of life. Yes, Father. 
Father, we're letting go of those old things. And now, Father, we, we yes. pray for the new. And so, Father, we just ask you to speak unto us, O oh God, and let each one of us know what it is that we can do, yes, great God. or small, yes. to make a difference in this earth. Because there are young men and young women and, and young boys and young girls and older men and older women who yes. have one thing in common. Thank you, Jesus. They just want to live. Yes. To live the life that you have given us, oh God. And so, Father, let the people of God rise up and be lights in this earth. Yes, God. Beacons on top of a hill. And, Father, let our light so shine. That others may see you, oh God, yes. at work in the midst of the mess and give you glory for the miracle that you will work. Yes, God, thank you. Before us all. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you, we honor you as we look to you and lean on you. Yes, God. And we give you glory in advance. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 But we'll see you next time. Amen. But keep praying. Amen. And, and don't lose hope. Amen. Uh, because God is on our side. Amen. And don't forget the Bible tells us if God be for us, who can be against us? Yes. Amen. And we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. And we also are overcomers. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Amen. So we keep walking by faith and not by sight. Amen. Yes. Amen. So glory to God. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Um, continue praying. And